Spiders. <laughs> what is that? Animaniacs. <laughs> I think. I've never watched that right? show. I think it's. I think it's Animaniacs. Now I'm questioning myself. Is that? I know Animaniacs does the country song. Does it also do the states song? Yeah. One time I was in Hawaii with Trent's family, and uh, all Trent has three brothers, and all four of them stopped dinner to sing in unison the state song from Animaniacs. Well, the I don't know if the state song I we was were, scared. Yeah, I don't know if the state song we were singing was from Animaniacs per se, but it was the state song that we learned in elementary school, taught to us by our music teacher in elementary school, Margie Alejandro, who wrote wrote the lost king of itharis mm-hmm. a famous uh local play musical that she wrote that my musical or that my middle school redwood middle school performs from what i understand every four years so that everybody in the school has a chance to do it i was in the original cast and it was a nightmare of a show i'll tell you that much welcome to the tournament podcast um Yet again, we are over a minute in, and we haven't introduced Yet ourselves. Um, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, please don't California. Do this. Okay. Okay. Uh, my eyes got so wide. This is the tournament podcast. I am Nia Demilio, and he is Trent Dozier. California, Colorado, Connecticut, da da da, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana. Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Should I edit this out? We'll see. Um, Here's the question. Should you edit it out or should you play something under it? (sighs) We'll see how much time I have tonight. Um, (laughs) Listen, folks, this, as you might have seen from the title, is our very first bonus episode. Yay! Uh, As as, uh, loyal listeners, the uh, attorneys at Pod know... We are in the midst of our first ever 64-seeded tournament, and that is taking us all week. Normally, Mm -hmm. we put up a bracket on uh, Monday, and then by Friday, we have full results. But because there were so many seeds in our current tournament, which, as everyone knows, is which Saturday Night Live cast member is the best Saturday Night Live cast member of all time, uh, we are in the midst of uh, about to be... Well, as we're talking... We're in the Sweet 16, but by tomorrow, it'll be the Elite Eight, the quarterfinals, I by Friday. looked lately. When you hear it. Um, so we're, as we are recording this, we're about halfway through a little peek behind the curtain. Um, but, so there's going to be no episode on Friday, or at least there wasn't going to be, because the tournament wouldn't have been over. So, right. we thought we'd throw, uh, throw me a freaking bone here. <laughs> a nice little bonus episode. Uh, a little, a little shorty. That's right. So we're going to do one of these today. And also we're going to have a bonus episode next week, but there will be a voting component to that. Uh, You'll see. You'll see. 
Um, so yeah, next next Friday we'll do another bonus episode too because we won't be introducing a new bracket on Monday, and then the Monday after that we'll get we'll get back to it. Um, or will we? Who knows? Stay tuned. Could just be doing bonus <laughs> episodes. Uh, the whole thing's a bonus. So this week, because we are opportunists, we thought that it would be a good idea to talk about. Did anybody else see that HBO Max uh, teaser trailer for the Friends reunion that had like in the highest piano key the Friends theme song? A little behind the scenes, Nia just basically leaned in as close as you possibly could with the mic <laughs> and whispered that into it for the Friends theme song. Well, this week we're talking about Friends, but um, it might not be what you think unless you have read the title of the episode. So um, we want to do a Friends characters bracket later down the line. Yeah. Like a full-fledged Friends. We, I mean, we want to, sure, but it is, it's happening. We are going to do it. We've seeded. It's actually written already. It's ready so to rock and roll. We will do that at some point, but... Um, we wanted to give it its rightful place on a Monday reveal, so we thought, uh, but the reunion is coming out, um, on HBO Max on Thursday, and so... This Thursday? Thursday the 27th, yes, this Thursday. So, we thought it was a good idea to do it now, and it was actually born out of a conversation that we were having naturally, because, um, I was watching some stuff about some promotion some press about the reunion and then we just kind of started talking about it um trent do you want to explain your relationship with the show friends before we get into it sure Uh, none yeah and i never saw friends until i was a senior in college and it was on netflix and shout out to my roommates jenna and ann jenna's a huge friends fan um and the three of us would watch Friends because it was on Netflix. And I watched the entire series my senior year and then never watched it again until it got put on HBO Max. And the minute it got put on HBO Max, I watched the whole thing again. Yeah. Weirdly, I'll say Friends is not like a comfort show for me. I have had it on the, on in the background the last few days, but that's only because I want to be prepared for the reunion. Mm-hmm. Um. I would describe like a comfort show as like Full House. Like I'll put that on anytime. Family Guy. Family Guy, Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. But Friends, I need to like sit down and watch it. I can't just pick up where I left off. Um, not one of my favorite shows, but I've seen the whole thing twice, so maybe it is. I don't have like strong. I'm not like a Friends diehard yeah. geek about Friends. I I enjoy watching it though. Yeah. It's you know it's like dumb fun yeah yeah i mean my relationship to friends is uh living in the same apartment as you during an, a pandemic where <laughs> you watched every episode of friends and this was before hbo max had their deal with roku so i watched the whole yeah. series on my laptop yeah like a psychopath <laughs> Boo. i don't like friends ah. <laughs> watches the whole thing on laptop um and then also i do remember like uh, my mom wasn't necessarily a huge friends like watcher like i think if it was on she would watch it mm-hmm. but so vividly i remember walking into her bedroom one night and the series finale was on 
And then I, I, I would say I surprisingly, for never having consciously sat down and watched a full episode of Friends, I think I could name all six of their names. Oh, now now that I say that, I feel like I maybe can't, but... Go. Uh, Ross. Ross. Rachel Green. Rachel Green, whole name there. Do you know Ross's full name? Let me get there. I'll, I'll okay. think about it. Monica Geller. Mm-hmm. Ross Geller. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey Tribbiani. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, hmm. Uh, let's see. Chandler Bing. <laughs> and Phoebe. Uh-huh. Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> What's funny is that Phoebe actually renames herself in huh? season 9 or 10. <clears throat> mm-hmm. A funny, weird name like that. Uh, but her name is Phoebe Buffet. Phoebe Buffet. Phoebe Buffet. Exactly. Robert Goulet, Robert Phoebe Buffet. Um, so, okay, that was pretty good. That was good. I'm impressed. It, I, you know, I know stuff about pop culture. So if you're like... This is a pop culture pod. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you've existed in the pop culture consciousness for long enough, I've picked up little tidbits, you know. My first memory of Friends is also about the season finale of Friends. So it was 2004. I was nine years old. Uh-huh. And my mom always got her nails done at this woman's house. Her name was Susan DePaul. She had like a nail salon in her basement. Uh-huh. And I would go with my mom and uh, do whatever while she got her nails done. And I, my mom is a huge influence on me uh, in like big ways. So Susan, I remember, was like, did you watch the Friends finale? And my mom <laughs> was like, no, I don't watch that show. Mm-hmm. And it stuck with me forever because everything my mom says does. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, friends is bad. Friends is evil. Because <laughs> my mom made some random comment. She never even watched the show. She wasn't yeah. even saying it was bad. I was just like, I will never watch Friends because my mom doesn't watch Friends. She didn't value the cultural moment that was the mm-hmm. season finale. But Well, your mom watches one channel. And, and that's Hallmark. And that's Hallmark. <laughs> She's got a big job, so yeah. she likes to unwind. Anyway, um, today's episode... Uh, is beyond the show. It's it's about the people who played the Friends mm-hmm. and their careers. Mm-hmm. Yes, and there will be no tournament aspect to this episode, but there will be, as we stated, a future Friends tournament. Future Friends tournament. Coming down the pipeline. But we are, I think, per our conversation the other day, I think we're going to rank who had the best career. Oh, right now? Right now or Yeah, on anytime. this episode. Yeah. Yeah. We'll go through the rankings and then our own personal rankings and then discuss each one maybe. Yeah. Okay. So my personal rankings, Mm -hmm. best career to worst career. I think Trent and I actually have all three girls above all three guys. Yes. Jennifer Aniston, undisputed. Yes. Best career from Friends. Um, And then I said Lisa Kudrow, I think, number two. Mm -hmm. And I said Courtney, too. Lisa, three. Three is Courtney for me. Mm-hmm. And then we have got, uh, I think I said David Schwimmer and then Matt LeBlanc. 
But I'm going to change it right now. Matt LeBlanc, then David Schwimmer. That's what you said originally. Okay, Matt. Because, because I had Schwimmer, and then Matt LeBlanc, and then, and then Matthew Perry. Perry. We agree Matthew Perry is last, Perry, and Jennifer Aniston yeah, is first. Unfortunately. Um, so yeah, LeBlanc, Schwimmer, Perry. So those are our rankings. Mm-hmm. And you, let's just break down each one. Okay. Let's break down each friend. Okay. And we can go in, you know, sort of order. Okay. Number one, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, we going from the top down. We can go from the bottom up. Let's go from the bottom up. Okay. Number six, Matthew Perry. This one's heartbreaking because if you watch Friends, you know that Friends would be nothing without the character of Chandler Bing. Uh Uh-huh. But Matthew Perry has... um, Matthew Perry's one of those guys who was on a sitcom and then they try so hard to make to put him in another sitcom mm-hmm. the same thing has happened with john stamos he's had several like one season sitcoms after full house and you just can't he'll always be uncle jesse and matthew perry will always be chandler bing well, uh wasn't he in a cbs version of like the odd couple with thomas with lennon? tom lennon yes that was on for actually several seasons mm. i think mm. he produced it Matthew Perry did. Yes. Wow. I don't know a lot about Matthew Perry. I do. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's a it's it makes me sad because I do think that he's funny. Mm-hmm. And like he wrote a play a few years ago. I know. Um. So I think he's sort of a creative, but obviously he's had his struggles. Mm-hmm. And um. You know he's had a serious struggle with addiction and that's that's a tough illness that you know i i'm i'm grateful and you know we're all lucky that he's still alive uh but also recently he got slammed for trying to date a 19 year old so you know how bad do i feel (laughs) appropriately slammed He has the worst career, maybe also because he has the the biggest fall, because Chandler is such a huge part of the show. Mm. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I can't really speak to it in terms of... Friend. The show. Mm-hmm. Um, were, were they not all six equally a huge part of the show? Like, would you say, oh, well, Joey wasn't a huge part of the show, or Ross wasn't... Like, wouldn't you say... Yeah, I would say they were all a, a huge part of the show, but I think that Chandler, mm-hmm. like, uh, spoiler alert for my bracket, for the bracket upcoming, I looked at a lot of what character from Friends is the best, mm-hmm. and then a lot of, like, what of the, who of the six are the best, mm-hmm. and oddly enough for our rankings... Who of the six characters are best? Who of the six characters are uh-huh. best. Uh, Chandler is number one. Almost always. Mm-hmm. And then the second one I see most is Rachel Green. Mm. So Chandler's just very funny. He's sarcastic. Well, that's a, also, I mean, the conversation of which friend's character is best is very different than which friend's actor had a better career post-friends. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel like he had a really big fall compared to, like, people don't like Ross. 
Like on some character lists uh, that were okay. like 63 characters, Ross was like 62. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's so unfair. That is just so unfair. The only thing I've really ever seen Matthew Perry in other than friends on TV in the background. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch The Whole Nine Yards? It's a movie. Does that have Adam Sandler in it? No, no. That's the last yard the last oh the longest yard might be which is a remake of the longest yard no i've not seen the last uh, nine yards bruce willis is in it michael clark duncan amanda pete it's some like <clears throat> it's kind of like a uh, someone in the movie probably bruce willis there's some type of murder plot or something okay or he's like an assassin bruce willis was an assassin or a hitman or yeah i don't remember the movie that well but matthew perry is some guy yeah. And he accidentally gets mixed up in this Ugh. thing. And Amanda Pete is great. I wish Amanda Pete's was, career was, like, bigger. Yeah. She's great. Matthew Perry also plays the adult in Seventeen again with Zac Efron, which I've never seen, but I feel like that is also he's also known for that role. Mm. Yes, he's literally listed as <laughs> uh, his character is adult Mike O'Donnell. That's tough. That's sort of a mark of your career if you have an adjective in your character's name well zach efron was the lead in that movie (sighs) sorry matthew perry you're number six okay Okay. let's move on how how will we determine which one we will rank uh fifth and which one we will rank fourth i think we could just have our own separate list oh okay so who do you want to talk about next schwim or leblanc let's talk about the schwim okay schwim Little Northwestern graduate Chicago boy owns Looking Glass Theater in Chicago. He loves theater. I like David Schwimmer. Yeah. A lot. I don't know. I also, I get why people are annoyed by Ross, but like the hatred for Ross, I just (laughs) don't understand. David Schwimmer, um, I think is a really good actor. Mm -hmm. And, um... I think he's sort of having a renaissance, honestly. He, here's what I know about him. He had a very serious career before Friends. Mm. He did mostly dramatic roles. He played Karen's boyfriend on The Wonder Years. Um, And then he was in some war movie like Saving Private Ryan or like Oh Brother Where Art Thou or some movie like that. And then he got cast in Friends. And so, uh... I just know that he, he's he got more to deliver. Mm. And also, of course, are you going to bring this up? I don't know. David Schwimmer, but aside from playing Ross Geller, his second most famous role of all time is Trent. Robert Kardashian in O.J. Simpson versus the, <laughs> yes. the people. What's it called? O.J. Simpson. Yeah, the people versus O.J. Simpson. You got it right. I would, for me, I would say that it's tough to get past the blood evidence. <laughs> Come on, we're Kardashians. <laughs> uh, I would, I would push back and actually say that that is his third most famous role, with Ross being number one and uh, whoever he plays in Madagascar being the most. Oh second. yeah. I never watched. You told me this the other day, and so, I immediately forgot because I've never seen Madagascar. So that 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 was my question to you: is why do you have Matt LeBlanc ahead of David Schwimmer? 
simply because he was in episodes and was uh, praised. Yeah. And won awards. So for he's episodes. got. So then I guess the difference here. And be- you know my theory about Matt LeBlanc as an actor, but keep going. Yes, which we can get into in a second. Mm-hmm. The, so then the difference here is like Matt LeBlanc has critical acclaim. Yes. David Schwimmer has Madagascar money. <laughs> I can't imagine what his New York penthouse looks like. He has friends and Madagascar money. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. But. The other thing that I really like about David Schwimmer is that he, like I said, is a theater boy at heart. He still is incredibly involved with the theater that he founded in Chicago, uh-huh. Looking Glass. I love that. And I think that's like where his heart lies. So that life. easily puts him ahead of Matt LeBlanc for me. A boy who loves Chicago? Sure. Good. Good. Okay, do your Matt LeBlanc five minutes. Do okay. your type five on Matt LeBlanc. Here's my type five on Matt LeBlanc. I've seen a lot of Friends interviews, just because they all fascinate me. And uh, I would say that Matt LeBlanc is the least like J- his character. Now, is that unfair because Joey is a caricature? I don't think so, because especially by the end, they were all a caricature of their characters. Which isn't bad, it's a sitcom, whatever. But Matt LeBlanc is like inc- like a total 180. He's like very soft-spoken, his voice is very deep, he's very gentle. I-, I mean, this is just like public demeanor. He could be a total nightmare in person. But I have always said that I think that Matt LeBlanc is the best actor of the Friends. Um, and I am sticking to that. I also have seen the majority of episodes, mm-hmm. and he's very different in that. He's like a different Matt LeBlanc. I mean, he plays himself, but it's a fictionalized version of Matt LeBlanc. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just like what the guy's got going on. And he, he like David Schwimmer, I think has interests outside of acting and seems like a real person with other... With, like, sort of a full life. And I just, uh... Like, when he didn't want to act anymore, he stopped. So I think he's in control of his career, which is why I think he's got a better one than all the, the other two boys. Yeah. Done. Finished. Great. Anything to say about Malibuak? <clears throat> Not really. I mean, I do like him. Uh... I haven't really watched him in anything outside of Friends on in the background per se. And I mean, I, I've episodes. seen you, I've seen you watch a couple episodes of episodes, but I would put episodes right up there in terms of Friends, with like how much attention I've paid mm-hmm. to what's going on. I would say the other thing he's known for is he uh, was a was a a, a host of um, Top Gear. Yeah, he likes cars. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, th- I definitely think there is an argument for him over... Uh, the Schwim. Schwim. But I definitely don't really see an argument for any of the three of them ahead of any of the three women. Correct. All three women have better careers than the three men do. Yeah. Like, his... I mean, he was in Charlie's Angels and Charlie's Angels Full Throttle, and I, <laughs> I don't remember him in either of those. Uh, I don't know. Let's move over to the to the ladies. Yes, great. So we gonna talk Lisa Kudrow or Courtney Cox first? 
Let's uh, let's go with the Phoebes. Okay, Phoebe Buffet. Phoebe Buffet. Listen, I thought when I didn't watch Friends that everybody loved Phoebe, but now that I am a little bit more ingrained in the Friends culture, um, people don't really like Phoebe as much as I thought they did. Mm. Anyway, Lisa Kudrow. Great as Phoebe. Great as... You know, I've never seen Romy and Michelle, but I know that that's her other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also never seen Romy and Michelle. I refused to watch Space Force because it looked so bad. Turns out I was right. Yeah, it was okay. You know what's weird? This is a, an absolute tangent, sidebar, unrelated to what we're talking about. Space Force got a second season, and there was some good stuff on Netflix that got canceled after one season. Like, um, oh, what was that one that we Muppets, watched? Muppets show? No, no, no. What was the one we watched with um, uh, sorry, the girl from? Oh, um, you don't want to continue, or <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know how to tell you this, nah. or. Oh you, man. I, this is the worst thing in the world. Or hold on. Wyatt Olaf was in it. I don't know why this is this is not okay. I am not okay with I this. I am not okay with this. Here we go. <laughs> we love that show. But we also like it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Sophia Lillis and, and uh both leads are they in were it. both in it, yeah. <laughs> um anyway. Several Netflix shows got canceled. Oh, but fucking Space Force got a second season. Yeah. I think maybe because of the star power. I guess, and also maybe, like, one thing they were, like, a bunch of, like, teen dramas got canceled that apparently were very uh, successful ratings-wise and were, like, for the genre, critically mm-hmm. well-received. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, but not enough for the algorithm. Well, I a lot of that stuff got canceled, you know, pandemic time, and it, they were just like, it, it's too expensive to shoot this. Yeah, especially I'm not okay with this. They shoot in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, but I, but it's like, you know, if you're gonna hold off, you know, I don't know, I don't know. It's sad. That was a really good show. Glow. I mean, got there was canceled. some. Oh my gosh. You're a big Glow fan. Well, yeah, I'm a huge Glow fan. I love wrestling. I love Allison Brie. <laughs> Uh, and Betty Gilpin is a revelation. Actually, that whole cast is phenomenal. Um, and Glow got robbed. Of, it was going to be its final season anyway. Ugh, just horrible. This is why Netflix isn't the best <clears throat> streaming service, because it relies too heavily on its algorithm. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Uh, I think Lisa Kudrow is above Courtney Cox, because I feel like she's been... Um, st- Steadily working in a way that allows her viewers to forget that she was Phoebe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Courtney Cox is sort of stuck in the I'm Monica. Yeah. Even though she has done, she's gone on to do other things. I feel like, I hate saying this because I don't feel this way, but I, I feel like people respect Lisa Kudrow more as, a, as an actor than they do Courtney Cox. I don't know if that's right or wrong, mm-hmm. but that's the feeling that I get. Sure. Sure. 
Sorry, I'm just looking at her IMDb. I, I mean, I don't have a lot to add. I mean, I've she's just like pops up in a bunch of stuff that I like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like she had an arc on BoJack Horseman, and uh, uh, she had an arc on uh, Kimmy Schmidt. She's just like reliable. Yeah, she feels reliable. She was in Booksmart, obviously, which is um, one of my favorites. <laughs> Not not obviously she was in it. She was in it, <laughs> and I do like it. She's in Neighbors, which is like a really underrated great comedy. I don't know. She's good. She's really good. She's good. Courtney Cox is also good. Mm-hmm. You tell me why she's better than Lisa Kudrow. Scream. But wasn't that before Friends? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The girl in the Bruce springsteen video <laughs> so is the question who had the better um career or career after friends. who had the better career after friends i'll tell you right now what came first scream or friends i think scream did. scream was in 1996 <gasps> that was during friends when did friends premiere 94 94 there you go that's where she met david arquette there you go bada bing then- bada boom and then when she Former married... WCW World Heavyweight Champion David Arquette. Which is really weird because there is a storyline on Friends where Monica dates Jon Favreau and he plays a guy named Pete who's trying to become a an MMA fighter. And Dana White is in the episode. Oh, <laughs> that's wild. Yikes. I mean, there's so many problems with Friends. Yeah. Dana, Dana White making a cameo is the least of your worries. Yeah. Well, so then the other thing also is like Cougar Town was a huge hit in a more niche. In a niche demographic. Yeah. Yeah, I guess people liked Cougar Town. I think I was at a point in my life, angsty teen, where whenever I saw ads for Cougar Town, I was like, poor Courtney Cox trying to get back, get back on the horse. But... I don't think that's what it was. I think it was a, a new, different thing. Well, I think it was a bunch of friends having a great time. Not friends cast members, a bunch of literal friends mm-hmm. having a great time on a show that was fun to make and fun to watch. Ian Gomez is on that show. Honestly, I've, pro- I've probably seen as many episodes of Cougar Town on in the background as I have of Friends. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so really relevant in your life. Yeah, Busy Phillips is in it, right? I have no idea. I just know that Ian Gomez is in it, and that Matthew Perry did guest one time. Oh, I I think they all guest on each other's show. Shows. Mm. I mean, specifically Cougar Town. Like, I saw Lisa Kudrow has guested on it, and Schwimmer, I think, did too. Or maybe uh, LeBlanc. Anyways, uh, yes, Busy Phillips is in it. Also, I will say, I'm a big fan of shows on FX. Mm -hmm. That was kind of like my first channel that i was like when i was growing into myself and i was like oh this is where the good shows are <laughs> network tv's fine but fx is where it's at she was in a it's show that only grown. had two seasons called dirt mm-hmm. where she was like a, a a newspaper or a gossip she was some type of reporter in some fashion mm-hmm. can't remember if she was an actual journalist or like some gossip something or other that show was wild and good okay and that is all i have to say about that pushes her to two for you i'm well, still sticking so, with lisa kudrow i mean above all else scream is i mean that's a, scream is 
I don't think it is, but I think you could make the argument that Scream as a franchise is bigger and more culturally relevant to friend or than friends. I don't think it is, but I think a case could be made. Okay. So I've that's never why seen it. So that's why I put that's why I put her above. Yes, but have you seen a ghost face mask? Yes, I have. Like that is, you know, iconic and she's Is Drew Barrymore in Scream? Yes. Have you never seen Scream? Is Matthew Lilly in Scream? Matthew Lillard? Lillard in Scream. Yeah. I've never seen it. I've never seen any of them. Kind of a huge, um, how old Scream? Like 20 years? 30 years? You said 1996. Oh, yeah. Can I spoil Scream for you right now? Or No, we're a spoiler-free podcast. You can spoil it after the recording. Okay, okay. Okay. But yes, Drew Barrymore <laughs> is in the original Scream, or Scream 1. Okay, <clears throat> now we're at number one, mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston. I don't think that there needs to be a discussion about why she's been... Like, she's obviously had the best career. Like, that's really not up for debate. But we can discuss Jennifer Aniston's career. um, Because I do think it's... Jennifer Aniston, I think, unlike all of the other friends, Mm -hmm. is a celebrity. Yes, I understand what you're saying. You know why else I think I would have Courtney Cox second? Is because I think Courtney Cox got closest to celebrity. To the celebrity of what Jennifer Aniston I is. I think that's true. I think you're right about that. She yeah. is closer than Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. Now, how much of Jennifer Aniston's celebrity can be attributed slash blamed on uh, Brad Pitt? I don't know. Mm. Like... Friends ended in 2004, and their divorce, I'm pretty sure, happened in 2005. And so I have to wonder, and I hate that I'm not condoning that this is the way that Hollywood works or this is the way America works when with uh, artists because we all have unhealthy relationships with celebrities and famous people. Obviously, I know that Matthew Perry wrote a play a few years ago. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But... Like, I I just, and I think Jennifer Aniston's a fine actress, but she is a celebrity because she had a very public celebrity, scandalous divorce. Mm. And I feel like when whenever people talk about Jennifer Aniston, her career actually comes second to her personal life. Mm. Um... I watched the morning show. I thought it was so bad and good. I couldn't stop watching because it was like bad but good. Mm-hmm. And I've seen uh, We're the Millers and... Very fun movie. Dumpling. She was great in that. Horrible um, Bosses. I've never seen that. But Horrible Bosses is fun. Office Space. I mean, Office Space. Oh, I've seen Office Space. I mean, that's incredible. She's a movie star. We but, got the breakup. We got Marley and me. Oh my gosh! Marley Just go and with me. it with Adam Sandler. You, me, and Dupree. Is that her? No, that's Kate Hudson. Yeah, that's Kate Hudson. What do you think about this point that I'm, this thesis I'm writing? Do you think that people talk more about Jennifer Aniston because of her personal past or because of her career? Because when I think about it, she's had like a fine career. She's not winning any Oscars. She doesn't really do any 
the movies she does are like comedies mm-hmm. which is weird like i don't i don't think that i mean i know she's like a comedic actress but i wouldn't i wouldn't label her as a comedian i don't think Yes, I would agree. I think the label would be comedic actress. She's not like Leslie Mann. You know? I don't know if I agree with that. I think I, that's exactly who she's like. Interesting. Right? I mean, they're both comedic actresses. I wouldn't call Leslie Mann a comedian. But she's closer to it somehow. Maybe just because, personal life, she's married to Judd Apatow. Apatow? Apatow. Apatow. Write us in. We'll do a Jet Apatow movie bracket. If we have the time. They're all two and a half hours long. <laughs> oh! Bazinga! <laughs> I don't know. I think it makes sense, the argument you're making. I mean, certainly, you know, in the mid-2000s, her relationship with Brad was the most prominent thing, despite friends. Mm-hmm. But like, when, when did they? Weren't this? Didn't the six of them like band together to force NBC to pay them or yes. something? When was that? Early, after the first season. Oh gosh, maybe I do like Friends more than I like to admit. After the first season of Friends, everybody wanted to pay Schwam mm-hmm. and jennifer aniston more money because the ross and rachel relationship was central to the show and schwim and jennifer said you're gonna pay everybody the same we're not taking the pay raise that's gonna be weird we're all gonna make the same amount of money so they did that early and then as the show climbed and climbed and climbed, by the last season, I'm pretty sure everyone was making a million dollars an episode. Mm. But they were all making that, mm-hmm. and they stayed that way. Mm-hmm. Which is really, I mean, if you know anything about Hollywood politics or even even in your own workplace, like, could you imagine everybody with your title making the same amount of money? You know that doesn't happen. Yeah. That's a crazy feat. Yeah. Like, good for them. So, like, you know, that happened first. She didn't start dating Brad Pitt till 1998. Wait, so, but the show, when did the show premiere? 94. Oh, yeah, okay. Here's a fun fact. She was romantically involved with actor Tate Donovan. Who played? Hercules. In Disney's Hercules. Oh, I did not know. Bless my soul. Hercules he's on, on our own. He's on Friends. He plays a guy that she's interested in. Well, there you go. They started dating in 95 and broke up in 98. And guess who she met in 98? Brad Pitt. Yeah. Sometimes I think like when I see celebrities or even people in my own life go from relationship to relationship, sometimes I'm just so struck. I'm like, those people don't even look alike. And Brad Pitt and Tate Donovan are two of those people. So I'm like, what is... What qualities are they both bringing to the table that Jennifer Aniston likes? Hot body. Or even like Justin Theroux looks really different. Yeah, so that's the other thing. She also got married and divorced from Justin Theroux, who is also a famous person. And in between her marriages and divorces to Brad Pitt and Justin Theroux, respectively, she was on and off again with John Mayer. So it's like... That's crazy. Has he gotten with everybody? He's a villain. (laughs) He is my villain origin story. John Mayer. 
He's awful. 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 Worse than Matthew Perry. Mayer has never married, but has been romantically involved with Jennifer Love Hewitt, Jessica Simpson, Minka Kelly, Jennifer Aniston, Taylor Swift, and Katy Perry. He's and like that's, 50 years old. And that's just on his Wikipedia. How old is he? You 43. Think yeah, you think he's 28, but he is literally a middle-aged man. Mm-mm. I'm not buying it. He's on TikTok. All the girls are in the comments. I'm like, get out of there now. Get he will. Him. Out of here. <laughs> he will do something bad. Get out of there. Yeah. Well, has, he's already done something bad, hasn't he? Or is he just like a piece of shit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So I think to answer your question from 80 minutes ago or whatever, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I think she's more famous for her tabloid life, so I to know. speak, than her on-screen life. And I feel bad. Yeah, I mean, that sucks for... That to be said about anybody. Would you say... Okay, so here's a question. Mm -hmm. Same question that you just asked about Jennifer Aniston, but also to Brad Pitt and also to Angelina Jolie. I think... Uh, wow, we were talking about Angelina Jolie the other night. Yeah. Okay. Here, here it comes. Brad Pitt, I think, also is famous for his celebrity... I also think that the reason that he's famous is because he's quote-unquote good-looking. Mm -hmm. And I think that good-looking men get thrown in the tabloids, just like good-looking women do. Okay, but I but, will say... Okay, go ahead. Brad Pitt just won an Oscar, and people yeah. talk about his acting career. Yes, he's been uh, nominated more than once, and I think he's won more than once. I'll look right now. No, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is his only win for okay. an Oscar. okay. For an Oscar. Maybe okay. he's won a globe or something. I'm sure he's won a globe. Poor Angelina Jolie. Her career is... I I said to Trent the other night, I think we're going to get an Angelina Jolie renaissance within the next 10 years. I think she's going to come back absolutely swinging. And I said to Nia, baby, it's here. It's here. It's already happening. But her career was destroyed by, I would say... Her, her involvement with Brad Pitt, from the second they got together, mm -hmm. she was like the other woman. Like, everybody was very rude about Angelina Jolie in a way that was like, you know, Team Jen. So bizarre. And then they got divorced. And God forbid she says one bad word about Brad Pitt, which she said more than one word about Brad Pitt. And everyone's like, that can't be true. I know Brad Pitt. You don't. Like, nobody believes her that, like, something horrible happened in their marriage. Like, we don't know what. But, like, nobody believes her. Mm -hmm. And that's, this is, I mean, this is men and women in American society. I mean, seriously. It's, like, so obvious. She, like, it absolutely sucks. Plus, her dad's John Voight. And that has to suck. <laughs> <laughs> but just, I. It's just so obvious, like, if you ever wanted an example of how this society treats uh, treats celebrities and the difference between men and uh, women celebrities. Uh, it's like, um, I here's another hot take. It's amazing to me that actually all three women from Friends have had better and longer lasting careers than the men. Yeah. Because women in Hollywood get thrown out 
so soon. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you can always be an older man. You cannot be Look an at John Voight. Woman. <sighs> you can always be an older man. And I love National Treasure, and I hate that. I hate that he, I hate that he's in it. Cuz I think he's very funny in National Treasure. Then I learned then I learned about John Voight. Mm. Come on. Mm. What do you think, listener? What do you think? Who's send us in your own rankings? Who? Oh, what? Yeah. What friend had the best career? Um, the tournament podcast at gmail dot com, or you can DM us on any of our social media um, at the tourney pod. And uh, you know, say what you want. We can take it. I know a lot of you don't even like friends, so yeah. you know. It's got its issues, but we are a pop culture podcast, and we would be remiss if we did not discuss pop culture, good or bad, are like people, or dislike. Are people even going to listen to this episode? I don't know. You know what I mean? There's no tournament to even vote on. <laughs> well, I can't just be neutral about anything, so there are rankings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, okay, so then I think we should do definitively the tournament podcasts rankings then i really think that we could just have our own separate ones see that's no fun okay fine no i don't want to (laughs) okay um jennifer aniston number one Mm -hmm. i think you've actually convinced me courtney cox number two okay lisa kudrow number three Mm -hmm. and i will say You've convinced me LeBlanc four. Matt LeBlanc number four. David Schremer yeah. number five. Matthew Perry number six. Yeah. That's our official ranking. Good night and good luck. Bless my soul. Herc is on a run. <laughs> uh, that's it. Thanks for listening to this. If you did, um, if you didn't, thanks also. Um, <laughs> we're back on Monday where we will finally reveal which SNL cast member is the best SNL cast member of all time according to you the listeners Mm -hmm. the voters the attorneys at pod Mm -hmm. um I guess that's it that's it until next time so long oh I was gonna do our and remember may the thing with the most votes win thanks for listening to the tournament podcast Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. A five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated, too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at TheTourneyPod. You can email us at thetournamentpodcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Monday to find out who won the best SNL cast member of all time tournament.